The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. Happy Friday, everybody. The weekend's almost here. You're listening to the Buck Baloo Show, live from the Battery Atlanta on The Fan. 680 and 93.7. Streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that fan mobile app. Driven by Beaver, Toyota of coming the fastest and easiest way to shop online. Beaver Direct. Check them out and see what wow really means. 10 o'clock hour on the fan. Brought to you by the Haug Baron Law Group. Champions of personal injury law. Hey, if you need to win, go to championshiplaw.com. The gang's all here. Adam Gillespie and Derek Thomas really running the show. Adam runs the teleprompter and I just basically sit here and read it. We try to make it as easy as we can for you, Buck. Yeah. I mean, a dummy could do this show. (laughs) All 42 minutes of the content. By the way, that said, we better get busy, man, if we're going to get it all in. Big take. All right, the Bulldog Nation should be encouraged that offensive coordinator Todd Monken is out recruiting. And staying out of the NFL hiring headlines. There are a lot of those floating out there. That Tampa Bay Buccaneers situation looks way too shaky to lure Monken out of the situation he's in right now. Sure, their plan is to bring back head coach Todd Bowles for the 23 season. But what about 24 and 25? There is so much uncertainty swirling around the Buccaneers. No one, I don't believe, wants to work for a guy like Bowles that is in this spot. You don't know how long he's going to be there. Going to relocate and stay a year and then look for another job? I'm sure Monken didn't want to do that. No one wants to work for a guy that's in that kind of position. Not even if the Bucks management tells Monken, come be our offensive coordinator, and if we move on from Bowles, you're the guy. Bowles, by the way, would be furious if he heard that. And the other big thing is this. Who is the Bucks quarterback? Brady? Doesn't sound like it. Kyle no. Trask? Blaine Gabbert? Derek Carr? Anthony Richardson? Why would Monken take this job not knowing who his quarterback would be and knowing Bowles, his job is in jeopardy? Again, Todd Monken loves his current situation. He's winning big. He's got talent to teach. He's getting paid $2 million a year. And he and his wife love Athens. Leave that for the Bucks? Not a chance. And there's your big take today. 
Yeah, Todd Monken getting the job done over there in Athens. No way he's going to take the Buccaneers job with it being this shaky right now. Let's talk some Falcons football. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. All right, news coming down yesterday. The Charlotte Panthers. Uh, I better quit kidding around. Got to be official here. The Carolina Panthers have cut loose Steve Wilkes and hired Frank Reich. Another old white guy. Gets the job in the NFL. No surprise there. So Steve Wilkes is available. Now, the word on the street, word on Peachtree at the coffee shop, is the Falcons were monitoring the situation with Steve Wilkes. Let me just say the Falcons should have been in front of Wilkes last night or this morning interviewing him for the job, the defensive coordinator's job, and then hire him immediately. Wilkes, a long history as a defensive coach in the National Football League, dates back to 2006 when he was the Chargers defensive backfield coach. Let's see, 2006. Oh, 17 years of experience in the National Football League. Great reputation on the defensive side of the ball. And you know what? He did one heck of a job up in Charlotte. Took a lousy losing team, and I think he broke even the rest of the year. Very impressive. And the report coming out of Charlotte is Steve Wilkes plans on coaching in 2023. I like the sound of that as a Falcons guy. As I've been mentioning the Falcons rumor uh, had it. They're monitoring the Wilkes situation. Maybe that explains why the Falcons have not hired a defensive coordinator yet. I mean, Lord knows they've interviewed about 10 people, apparently. Maybe they were just, you know, delay a delaying tactic. Let's bring in somebody else as we wait on Steve Wilkes. The Falcons brass should respect the job that Steve Wilkes does. And think about the advantage of hiring Steve Wilkes as the Falcons' defensive coordinator. Think about the intel he would have on your division rival, I'm just going to say it, the Charlotte Panthers. Knows them inside and out. And he's motivated to beat them, I'm sure, being passed over for the permanent head coaching job. Plus... Being the Panthers' defensive coordinator and head coach, he's got that same intel on the Bucks and the Saints. This is a perfect fit for the Atlanta Falcons. You get a proven defensive coordinator that knows the NFC South like the back of his hand. Come on, Falcons. Go get Steve Wilkes and plug him in as your defensive coordinator. 404-231-1680, the number you want to jump in here. Sure, Wilkes, a little disappointed they went Frank Reich. 
Seems like these uh, retread offensive coordinators, they always get the benefit of the doubt. I'm not saying Reich is not a good coach. But I think there's some talk about about Wilkes uh, not getting the job. There's some unhappiness around that. But uh, this might work out to the Falcons' advantage. And there you go. There's your Falcons talk as we get the show started today. What do you think, DT? I mean, they've interviewed about 10 different people. About time to pull the trigger on somebody. I'm hoping they were just waiting around to see what happens with Steve Wilkes. Yeah, you let the the kind of the dominoes begin to fall. And sometimes, I mean, is there reason for them to wait until some more of these games are played? A little later in the postseason, more people are available. Well, they're going to grade. They're going to bring in one of these final four teams defensive coordinator. I would think not. Probably not. I don't think there's a better fit for the Falcons defensive coordinator job than Wilkes because of what I just got through saying. Yeah, absolutely. He's done plenty with with Carolina or the Charlotte Panthers, as you like to call them. Yeah, so uh, apparently there's some talk about, you know, Wilkes and this uh, New York City-based law firm and a discrimination suit against the NFL. I wouldn't worry about that part of it either if I was the Falcons. Maybe this is why they were waiting around. Hey, want to invite you to come on out on Sunday. We're going to be having a party here at 680 The Fan, not at our studios. We've got our AFC-NFC throwdown at Patrick's. It's back, the biggest weekend of the NFL playoffs. sees the return of the biggest party in Atlanta. You can join... Most of the staff, most all the staff, probably all the staff here on Sunday, Patrick's and Vinings for our 22nd annual AFC-NFC throwdown. We're going to kick off the day with a couple of live shows from 10 to 3, and when the title games kick off, the fan staff is sticking around to check out the action at Patrick's. Sue punches their ticket to Arizona for the big game. So don't miss the throwdown. I'm going to be there. Come on out and say hello. This Sunday at Patrick's and Vinings with uh, Atlanta's 30-year home for the sports fan. That is 680, the fan. Can you dig it? Yes, I can. All right, coming back on the other side, we'll dive into some of the NFL, these two NFL playoff games. And also, Bulldog men's basketball coach Mike White will be with me for the roundtable 35 after the hour. A lot to come. Glad you're with us. It's the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at NaturalBody.com. Listening 
listening to the Buck Blues Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Gorgeous day in Metro Atlanta. A little cool out there. Looks like it's going to warm up. We've got Mark Conley listening to the show. He writes in and says, uh, great news on Steve Wilkes and the Falcons. Fingers are crossed. You betcha. He looks like a great fit for the Atlanta Falcons as their new defensive coordinator. Hopefully they can get that worked out. Now, yesterday, read an uh, email from Jimmy Wilkes, a regular listener to the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, and he has convinced me to turn in my resume to the Braves for that play-by-play job that has opened up on the Bally side. Gave you a little small sample size yesterday of some of the spring training calls that I had working the Braves down in spring training. We appreciate the push, Jimmy. Thank you so much. Going to see how that thing shakes out. We've got we got the best pro football weekend of the year staring us down. Coming up on Sunday, the divisional championships. DT, you agree with me, right? This is the best. Four best teams in football going at it. Absolutely, yeah, Buck. And I think this is a this is a particular this is a, a funny season because it feels like I think we talked about there, there didn't seem like there were that many really good teams. There were a handful of teams that were above and beyond the rest of the teams, and I think we have them here in the final weekend. Yeah, this uh, San Francisco Philadelphia game certainly has my attention. I know it's got yours too. Looks like an awesome matchup. I know old Kincaid sounds pretty confident that his Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. The closer we get to this game, the more I would agree with your your former partner, Buck. I, I really like the Eagles in this game as we get closer to it. Well, he's, a, he's the biggest homer I've ever known. <laughs> <laughs> I've never known a bigger homer than J.K. Of course he thinks the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Uh, biggest key for the 49ers, I believe, is to get that run game going. I mean, you got a rookie quarterback. I know he's done well, but you got a rookie quarterback playing in a hostile environment, one of the tougher environments in the National Football League. And one of the better, against one of the better defensive lines in all the football as well. Yeah, so you don't want him back there throwing it 40 times in the game. Shanahan, a a very uh, accomplished offensive coordinator, game planner, play caller. I'm sure he's anxious to get that running game cranked up. Remember the first game of the year for the Eagles? I think it was against the uh, the Washington football team. And the uh, Commanders. Commanders ran the ball 41 times that game. If I recall, it was early in the season for them. Yeah, like the third game. Yeah, that's it, third game. So... They ran it 41 times and uh, played them pretty tough in that game. The Eagles' weakness, when you look at the Philadelphia Eagles overall, their football team, their weakness is stopping the run. So this makes sense, right? Your strength against their weakness. Advantage San Francisco in this particular matchup. Eagles stopping the run, number 16 in the National Football League, giving up 4.6 yards per carry. Don't you know Shanahan's looking to run that football, man? And they even used the 
that short passing game is just an extension of the run game, getting the ball out into to the yeah, playmakers want... like Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, just getting the ball on the edge. Don't want the rookie back there holding the ball, patting the ball. Yeah, basically just an extended handoff yeah. for, for, for Purdy there. Purdy just can't turn it over. I mean, that's number one. You're a rookie quarterback on the road. Got the Super Bowl riding on the outcome of the game. The worst thing you can do is turn the ball over. Put the ball in harm's way. A sack is better than a, a strip sack. Protect the football. Don't try to fit it into tight places. Short to intermediate. If it's not there, throw it away. Punt the ball. Got a good defense. Here I am giving Brock Purdy advice. He's been awesome. By the way, rookie quarterbacks in the conference title games, 0-4, nine interceptions and four touchdowns. That's a trend that Brock Purdy's looking to go opposite of that. He's only thrown four interceptions. I know he hadn't played, didn't play the entire year, but he's been pretty, pretty sound protecting the football. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, he's been really awesome with that. Uh, the Niners' magic number would be 19 is the magic number for San Francisco. That Brock Bowers? Or Santa Clara. 19's the magic number. When they allow the opponent to score 19 points or less, they're 12-1. and one. Ooh. See the Eagles scoring less than 19? I was just about to say, that's a high-flying Eagles offense, Buck, especially at home. Now, the 49ers have been great on defense all year, so we'll see. But I, I like the over uh, if you give me that number. Now, here's an advantage for the Eagles and the Chiefs in these matchups coming up on Sunday. They played last Saturday. All right, yeah. the Bengals and the 49ers played on Sunday. I don't like that, Buck. And when you compare the extra day's rest and the conference championship games, the teams that had the one-day extra rest, 17-9. and nine. That's a decided advantage. Yeah, how do you feel about that? A little about more Buck? time to game plan, yeah, a little more time that, to, is that, is that, to rest. These players are banged up, beat up from a long, long season. So the one day is a big deal as far as rest and rehab and treatment. You give the coaching staff another day to game plan and scout them out. Yeah, that is a big advantage. All right, Bengals and Chiefs, man, I'm looking forward to this one. I've become a huge Joe Burrow fan. And told you earlier this week, last two games, he's won three in a row against the Chiefs. Last two games against Kansas City. He's been sacked once in each of those last two games. Once. Ball gets out fast. And it's thrown accurately. And when he does face pressure, he's able to manipulate the pocket, keep his eyes downfield, and throw some accurate footballs. He's got playmakers, man. He has got some big-time playmakers. Now, the big story in this game is Patrick Mahomes and that high ankle sprain. He had uh, participated in practice. And let's see what Mahomes is saying about that.
Patrick Mahomes. I thought I had a good day yesterday. Um, obviously, things you had to work through here and there. Um, but overall, um, probably better than I expected, being able to go out there and, and throw the football around and get the reps in that I needed to get in. Uh, today will be another test. It's a little bit harder practice, a little bit uh, more speed. We've done a lot of ankle and knee and, and foot stuff, especially after my last few injuries I've had. Um, and I think that's prepared me to bounce back quickly here and uh, be able to be in a good spot. I think progressively I've gotten better throughout the week. Um, and I'm just going to try to keep doing that, keep that same uh, mentality and uh, uh, push it, but then at the same time be ready to go uh, whenever the game the game comes up. Now, translation on that, he's not sure what's going to happen when he tries to go full speed. Can he move around? Can he throw on the run? All that remains to be seen. A couple of other stories floating out there I wanted to comment on. Uh, apparently, Dan Quinn has decided to stay with the Dallas Cowboys. And let me tell you why. It's because the Cardinals weren't going to hire him as the head coach, the Colts weren't going to hire him as the head coach, and the Broncos were not going to hire him as their new head coach. I think you nailed it. And so when you realize that, you immediately beat him to the punch and announce, you know what, I like where I'm at. You got that right. You know, the Cowboys don't mind me wearing my hat backwards. Jerry lets him be himself. Is that why he's happy there, Buck? And I believe Jerry, behind the scenes, is, is telling him, look, man, uh, McCarthy, we're about to fire his big, fat butt. So stick around. And when we get rid of McCarthy, you're going to be our new head coach. And we don't mind wearing that you wearing that hat backwards. Now, when you become the head coach, you have to turn the hat back No, I back don't think around, he's right? going to do that. Is that not how that works? No. Okay. He's probably coming up with catchphrases right now. Working on T-shirts and bumper stickers as we speak. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the dumbest move this NFL season. So we've had, what, a 17-game regular season, two weeks of the playoffs, so 19 weeks of NFL football. You know what the dumbest thing I've seen all season long was? Tell us, Buck. It was the final play of the Dallas-San Francisco playoff game. <laughs> I might have to agree with <laughs> that you. That is the dumbest thing I've seen all season. And the uh, color guy on the game was uh, saying leading into the, the play, as you know, McCarthy's worked on this all season. Mike yeah, McCarthy has been working on this, this because this is exactly what ended their season last season. So he's worked on this the entire offseason. So I can't wait to see what the move is. Dumbest play call ever. Yeah, D'Amico Ryan saw it, took a timeout, came out, and uh, they seemed to adjust to it pretty quickly. I mean, quickly. you had uh, Zeke Elliott's the center. I mean, who came up with this? You can't make this stuff up. They're going to put the running back at center. And that Aziz Al-Shahir, I believe his name was. Boy, he trucked Zeke. I mean, he was on roller skates flying back into Dak. Might overthink that play just a little bit. And then Dak throws a short pass to the middle of the field. And he, the, the receiver gets tackled and game over. Immediately. I mean, that's the dumbest move I saw all season. All right, there you go. Hopefully that's a big enough dose for you today. We'll have some picks as we end the show today. You know, if you're doing sports talk radio, man, <laughs> one requirement, all right, is to have some thick skin. So there are two requirements. And then the other 
is you got to pick games. I got to make my paper. So we're playing along with that. Want to make sure, though, we get a uh, college football nugget in there for you today. And uh, we got a good story. Tasty. It's time for the college football nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Nick Saban, a busy man, still interviewing for his coordinator position. But apparently Dan Mullen is not a candidate for the Alabama offensive coordinator's job. And I found it funny. Chris Lowe of ESPN reporting as he uh, talked with Mullen. And Mullen's comment to Chris Lowe was, and I quote, want to concentrate on my TV career as a football analyst. Man, they put him at the bottom of the totem pole. I think he was working that Southwest Montana State versus uh, Idaho Northwest game. That's where he got started. And I bet Mullen was thinking, okay, I'm immediately going to the biggest and best games of the season. Not so much. He's starting from the bottom. And I tell you, Mullen, uh, not that impressive, too, with the the rookie year on the job. And I never really could see the fit with Nick Saban and Dan Mullen. Could you see Mullen in the coaching meeting room taking some static from Saban without replying uh, some smart aleck remark? I could not imagine him not doing that. So Dan Mullen, lucky you, gets to stick around in the broadcasting genre, waiting on the next perfect job. And there's your college football nugget today. Still a lot going on on the college side, too. And college basketball is really heating up, man. We're getting all the way into it at my house. Let's get to the Bulldog Roundtable. Time to talk breeze. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug. No, no, no. Let's get to the Bulldog Roundtable. Good call, Buck. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 20, far sideline, 15, 10, 5. Get in there. Touchdown. Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Let's go to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Bring on the Bulldogs men's basketball coach. Coach White joins us. And, Coach, we appreciate your time. We know you're a busy man right in the middle of the uh, SEC season. I want you to know, Coach, the Blues were in the house for the Vanderbilt game last weekend, cheering you guys on. And I am uh, so, so blown away with the job that you've done getting this program turned around. The atmosphere was absolutely tremendous. And uh, unfortunately, Vandy shot the three ball very well that day, but uh, so impressed with the job you're doing over there. Look, I appreciate you coming, man. I, I thought you were about to chew me out because of our defensive performance. When you came to town, we get you to town. Steg's rocking. Great opportunity, and we didn't quite take advantage. We were really good offensively. It was... Um, not the defensive effort we needed, but really appreciative to our fans and to the environment, again, that they're creating in Stegman 
and uh, really look forward to hoping to have you back again and, and, and having us defend a little bit better in front of you. Well, you guys, uh, you've got a real home court advantage going on. How big of an advantage is it to have that packed house with these fans showing up? Well, you, you got to have it, honestly, Buck, just to level the playing field in our league. It's it's a league with, uh, as you know, rabid fan bases and big-time arenas. Um, and, and a lot of these arenas, most of them are, are filling up on a consistent basis as we have become the best basketball league in America. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Tennessee, really impressive. Uh, gosh, they that's one of the best basketball teams I've seen so far uh in the season, Alabama playing tough. This SEC, man, it's not getting any easier out there. No, it's a completely different league than when I was an assistant coach at Ole Miss for quite some time, when I played at Ole Miss, and even the last few years at Florida. I mean, every year it continues to improve. It's the best defensive league in the country. It's got the best fans. Uh, the recruiting uptick is like no other throughout college basketball. Um, and some, some really talented offensive players, too. A lot of these teams are tough to, to, to defend. You talked about Tennessee. They're the number one defensive efficiency team in college basketball by a landslide. If the season ended today, analytically, the computer's talking, they'd be the best defense in the history of college basketball, uh, you know, since they started tracking those type uh, of analytical numbers. Uh, and continuing to improve. I mean, the score in those guys is uh, very difficult. Yeah, I'll tell you, uh, the uh, first half of the Kentucky game was, was really impressive, too. You guys were carving them up offensively, but uh, your defense has really uh, stepped up big. I mean, a, a year ago, it didn't seem like we were playing much defense at all. Uh, what's been the difference defensively this year? We are, you know, speaking of KenPalm.com analytics, we are the most improved defense in college basketball nationally out of 360-some-odd teams. So something we're very proud of. That said, the last two and a half games, second half of Kentucky, Vandy, and Tennessee haven't been quite as sharp. We hope to get that back tomorrow, you know, at home against South Carolina. I credit our guys. You know, we've got some competitive guys that uh, have laid it down in practice um, you know, in terms of the effort, leaving it on the court, they're uh, they're pretty committed to it. You know, we've got to get 100% committed to it, convicted every single possession to force tough twos and get stops. Uh, but for the most part, we've really battled in that defensive end. Just so impressed, too, with the way you constructed this team. First year on the job, you had to hit that transfer portal. How much thought went into, okay, we need these pieces uh, in the front court. we we got to get some pieces in the back court. I mean, it seems like you got the right guys uh, coming in out of that transfer portal. You put it together really well. Well, thank you, Buck. Uh, lengthy conversations among staff, you know, doing the best we could do. Um, stiff competition, too. You know, every program in the country is dipping into the transfer portal and trying to get the right guys. And we targeted a bunch. We're able to land the guys that we got, uh, put a premium on character, um, especially, you know, off of the floor, guys that we wanted to be around, guys that wanted to be around each other. And we tried to find some guys, too, that, have, that had experience winning at the Division One level, and we got a few of those guys. So we've got a good mix. Our returners uh, have improved. We've got a healthy locker room, a good culture. We're just trying to get better.
Understand you got less than 200 tickets left for the game tomorrow night against South Carolina. You're going to have 10,000 in the stag for the fourth time in the last five games. It's going to be exciting. Give us a little quick preview of what you're going to face with South Carolina. Yeah, sure. It starts with Gigi Jackson, a freshman for those guys who actually actually was a North Carolina commit and reclassed and came out early. He's having a really good freshman year, a potential lottery pick in the NBA draft. Um, he's a 6'8", 6'9", versatile, 2'3", 4", whatever you call it. I mean, he's kind of a jack-of-all-trades, really good at a lot, can really score, extremely talented player. Uh, and he's got two elite shooters next to him, Chico Carter's arguably the best shooter uh, in our league. Um, and then Michi Johnson's transfer from Ohio State, who when they went to Rupp Arena and stole one a couple weeks ago, Michi put on a show and hit 6-3. So we've got to defend the three at a much higher clip than we did last Saturday. And it starts with those three guys that can fill it up. Well, Coach, keep up the good work over there, man. We're impressed, and uh, we're going to get the Blues back over there soon. Please consider it. Thank you so much. Go dogs! and we're, we're building something. We're going to get there. We're excited about it. Keep it up, Coach. We appreciate you. Thanks so much. Coach Mike White, Bulldog basketball coach, joining us on the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker Line. We've got a four-pack of tickets to the South Carolina game tomorrow in Athens at the Steg. We're going to give those away right now to the fourth caller, 404-231-1680, the number. Less than 200 tickets left for this game coming up tomorrow. It's going to be packed again. Four-pack. Free right now, 404-231-1680, the number. And it's been very impressive watching Coach White go about his business. You know, one thing that really uh, impressed me, too, and a lot has impressed me, obviously, about what he's done over there, was I was watching the uh, Georgia-Florida basketball game in Gainesville, I think it was, earlier this season. And, of course, he's, he was the Florida Gator basketball coach. And so he knew most of the guys. He had a relationship with most of the guys on that Gator team. And when the game ended, and they were doing that little, uh, well, let's line up and give each other a quick handshake before we go on about the rest of our day, he was taking time uh, spending a few quality moments with each one of those players for the Florida Gators that he had coached up down there at UF. And I tell you, I was paying attention. I was really impressed. This is a quality guy and a really good basketball coach. Bulldogs have turned it around as far as this program goes. All right, coming back on the other side, man, we're going to chop it up. Got some Braves talk we'll uh, throw in there, plus the two picks in the NFL playoff games on Sunday. Buck Baloo Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. The warm air, the sounds of baseball... It's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? 
the power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Show here on the fan 680 and 93.7 weekend almost here you going clubbing get those shades on and get you back up off the wall shades on in the club yeah and get ready for some nfl playoff football on sunday that's going to be awesome and i uh, hope we see you at the big party we're having on sunday that'll be fun Looking forward to that. Also looking forward to the Braves season getting underway. I've got spring fever. Time to talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com. Boys down at a coffee shop, man, they they are busy peppering me with questions about whether Vaughn Grissom's going to replace Dansby Swanson at shortstop. And that is the biggest question heading into spring training for the Atlanta Braves. And so, therefore, on Bucks Beat, my podcast, Bucks Beat, uh, brought to you by Associated Credit Union. Go to thepodcastpark.com. You can find it there. And that is sponsored by Associated Credit Union. We dive into the Vaughn Grissom trying to replace Dansby Swanson talk and have Braves second baseman Mark Lemke joins me on the podcast to talk about that, I asked him if hey, if, this, uh, if Grissom could win this job just by showing him he can make the routine plays at shortstop. Here's Lemmer. No, it, it's a bonus if he do more. Obviously, at any of those infield positions, you want to be able to at least have the routine play down. Whatever else you do just adds to your fielding prowess, I guess. But, you know, Ron Washington, look, he's seen them all. I mean, he's seen them all. If anybody would know, he would know. The other guy, I think, is kind of a sleeper on the bench. You got Walt White, one of the better defensive shortstops in, in baseball when he played. And Walt, I'm sure, quietly gets asked to give a nod. What do you think? And so, I mean, he's got some good company around there on that coaching staff. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, man. Yvonne Grissom. With uh, Ron Washington, who he's working closely with during this offseason leading into the spring. And then also Walt Weiss. Two valuable sources for a young guy trying to win a job, especially a premier position like shortstop. Man, that is invaluable for Von Grissom. He'll be down there competing with Orlando Arcia for the shortstop job. I guess worst case scenario... Anthopolis coming out of the spring might have to do a deal if things don't work out with Vaughn or Orlando. But I don't know, man. I'm feeling pretty good about Vaughn Grissom. Now, look, I don't know if he's going to be able to totally replace Dansby Swanson. I mean, my goodness, what Dansby was able to do just last season was was so, so impressive. Now, Dansby was hitting number two in the lineup. Uh, premier spot in a batting order. 25 bombs, 32 doubles, 99 runs, 96 RBI. And how about Dansby defensively? Talking about flashing the leather. Only eight errors and 592 chances. 
Now, that's playing it, man. Plus, uh, de facto team captain, as far as the leadership of the team goes, no wonder the Cubs offered up that seven-year, $177 million contract. My goodness. Now, can Vaughn Grissom replace that? Well, I wouldn't expect him to this season. But uh, looking forward to seeing what he's got down there. He 41 games last year, but only one at the shortstop position. So can't wait for this thing to get started. Uh, more of that. You can hear more from Lemmer on Bucks Beat Podcast, episode number 80. The Podcast Park, or wherever it is you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify. You can find it there. Brave Spring Training gets underway. The uh, games get underway on February the 25th. I believe they get it started with the Red Sox. So Be here before you know it, Buck. And you know you can hear all the games on the 6-8 of the Fan app. Absolutely. The weekend games you'll get here on the fan. I would get the podcast uh, and then listen to that and then look forward to uh, having the mobile app, 680 The Fan mobile app. You could listen to the Braves games anywhere, anytime. That sounds like a game plan, Buck. Yeah, let's roll with it. So games get underway February 25th. All right, time for the final word. And I'm going to uh, use the final word today to pick these Playoff games in Sports Talk Radio, you got to pick them. So we'll do that. Step up. I'm going to take the uh, Bengals plus the one. Now, if Mahomes was 100% healthy, I might be leaning Kansas City's way. I know they've lost three in a row to the Bengals. But with Mahomes with a high ankle sprain, and the Bengals, the way they have owned Kansas City here lately and the way Joe Burrow and those weapons he has are playing, I think the Bengals come away with a victory here. I'll say uh, 30 to 21 Bengals. NFC title game. Eagles favored by two and a half over the 49ers. I would love to take the Niners. I would like to see the Niners win and go to the Super Bowl. Can't see them upsetting or taking down Philadelphia in this one. I'm going to take the Eagles, give up the two and a half. I think it'll be a four-quarter game. And the Eagles will find a way to be victorious in that fourth quarter. So I'd say 28-24, something along those lines. They got me nervous, Buck, because I agree with both of those t- picks. That's why I'm riding. Now, I'm not encouraging you to go bet the mortgage on this. But it uh, should be some great football. Looking forward to it. Do you know somebody with a gambling issue? 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-GAMBLER. Well, won't you really right now as we head on out of here for the week? Get signed up for a big golf trip. We've got our 30th anniversary going on with the ultimate Hilton Head Island golf getaway, courtesy of the fan and America's Golf Island, Hilton Head Island. You get a six-night golf bill of stay, seven rounds of golf for you and your foursome. And uh, you'll get to play Harbortown Golf Links. Uh, Infinity of Gwinnett's going to provide you with a QX80 to get there. Plenty of room for you and the clubs. you got to enter, though. Deadline, February 3rd. So go to 680thefan.com slash 30 and enter to win. That's going to do it for the show this week. Have a great weekend. Hopefully we'll uh, talk to you on Monday. Thank you, Buck. Where's Nernie? Okay, thanks a lot, Buck.
the warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.